Hello and welcome to the Cougar Sports Show, and thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, coming to you from the University of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. Each week, we interview USF coaches to get the latest inside scoop on all things Cougar sports. Today, I'm here with head golf coach Wade Mary and two members of the USF golf team, Ashley Tackett and Gavin Metz. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so Wade, what brought you to USF? Well, I've, I've been, you know, kind of affiliated with the school, you know, as a booster, um, previous work experience uh, at the Argus Leader. This was my beat for a, a number of years. and uh, But how I got, you know, kind of into the coaching thing, Tavia Rutherford, our previous coach, had approached me in the summer of uh, 2021 about the possibility of uh, helping, helping with the team. And, and so we were kind of in some... Uh, discussions about what that role would be when Tavia resigned. And um, late in July, you know, a month before our season starts, I'm offered the full-time job to coach men's and women's golf. And so I call myself kind of an accidental coach. And what really pushed you to take on this role? Uh, I was, I was uh, you know, I love the university. I, I was excited for a, uh, a, a new challenge um, just to see you know, what we could do. And, and um, you know, I, I came in hoping to share my uh, love of the game with a group of kids. Didn't know. We, we met via Zoom. And um, so I was excited to get to know everybody on the team, be able to share, you know, my experiences in golf um, and see where this could kind of take us. Awesome. So Ashley Tackett is a sophomore on the women's team. Ashley, what made you choose to come to USF? I was actually recruited by Tavia, but to be honest, like I wasn't really reached out by any other schools except USF. But like when I came and like visited the campus and met some of the girls, I like fell in love with it and I knew that this is where I had to go. So you weren't really considering playing anywhere else? No, not really. Awesome. And what made you decide to stay when Wade took over? I liked his coaching style actually a lot. Uh, for me, the biggest part of the game is the mental aspect. And, like, after rounds, he's always, like, telling me what I need to hear, like, how to, like, keep me going, like, when I'm in it. And it's a big part of the game for me. Awesome. Gavin, your career is a little different. You started at Augsburg College. Why did you decide to transfer? Um, I did not really like the big city aspect of living in Minneapolis. And um, I wanted that new experience of kind of coming here, coming to a new state, and uh, playing some golf. So what made you choose USF? Um, I had a buddy here back from my hometown, Jack Evans. Um, he invited me down here for a weekend, and um, yeah, I was like, the first day, I was like, yeah, I really want to come here. And so, so were you considering anywhere else? Uh, nowhere else, no. So I got in contact with Tavia, and she made a, things happen, and I got here. And would you say the same as Ashley? You stayed because you liked Wade's coaching style? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Are you going to take your senior this year? Yep. Are you planning on taking your COVID year next year? Uh, yep, I plan on doing it. Awesome. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, what's keeping you here at USF? Are you planning to coach as long as you can? Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, when I w was offered the job, I um, told Pam Goal, you know, if you want to make this an interim job while you search for a, a golf coach, I'm fine with that. And she said, no, we want you to be the head coach. And uh, right now... Um, yeah, the first question I get asked by recruits is how long are you going to be here? And <laughs> and I tell them I will be here when you graduate. 
and I've, I've got uh, kids who are juniors in high school who have committed to us. So I'm here for at least five more years, um, and I'm going to guess, uh, you know, this summer I'm going to be talking to kids who are sophomores in high school. I'm probably going to give them the same line. So I'm, God willing, I'm here as long as I possibly can. I, I love it here. I love being um, with this group of kids that we got. I'm excited about who's coming. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, what's your favorite part of the Sioux Falls USF community? Um, well, you, you know, the, it, you said it, this this place is a community. You, you know, we all know each other, and um, you, you know, I love how we're uh, and and you know we're located right here. Every, everything is 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 right here, and and um, you, you you know everybody. Everybody knows you. And then uh, these two here sitting to my right are, um, you know, when I go out recruiting, I I look for kids like like this are they you know this is who we want we want good students good kids good families and and then you know oh yeah and they're good golfers as, as well you know those are you know and that um so when i'm talking to kids i i go gee will they will they fit in with gavin will they fit in with ashley yeah gavin you know, how about you um I, yeah same thing with wade i like how it's a smaller community um it's easy to go around you know everyone um What's really made a big impact on me is class sizes are small. I mean, you got teachers, too, that you go up to them, ask them any questions or anything. It's bing, bang, you got to answer right back. And, yeah, I just I just love our community here. Mm-hmm. Ashley, what do you think? Um, I really like, like, the size of the community and the school. Like, everybody knows everyone, like, especially within, like, sports teams. Like, a ton of my friends are soccer players, softball players. Like, I feel like everybody knows everybody. And then along with what Gavin said with the school, like with golf, you miss so much school. Like you're gone, I want to say like two out of the five days of the week. And so when you're able to be like close with your professors and they know you, it's uh, it helps a ton. And even some of my professors, they'll ask me like how my, like the round one, and they want me to send me like the golf stat links. It's pretty cool. I would definitely say the community aspect is huge here. All right, Wade, why did you pick Ashley and Gavin to come on here with you? What makes them stand out? Well, the... Um I knew these two would um, first of all represent our team well. They're they're intelligent. They're very well spoken. Great kids. Uh, I, I kind of consider them our our leaders on our team. And I, I wanted. And these two are, um, you know, people that who are going to hear and see this show. Uh, I, I want them to get to know these two. And um, you you know. This, this is who I want representing uh, our program now, five years from now, whatever that case might be. That's great. Ashley, I know you touched on how you like the, how Wade really emphasizes the mental side of the game. What other co- aspects of his coaching style do you like? I really like how we can come to him with what we need to work on. Instead of most coaches, they like they give you drills that like you either don't need to work on or you have like other techniques like to do it because with golf like everybody's swing is different like it's not the same as like I don't know like shooting a three throw like it's a little more technical than that um but with Wade he you can come to him with like hey I need help like right here like this like the top of my swing like right here and he's able to like look at that and see it and like help you in that area if I could add, you know, yesterday Ashley and I had a good talk when we got home from Wayne, and you know, I th- I think the um, I I've what 
I've wanted to see out of Ashley is after a round um, th- that that sense of you know I really let something get away from us and and Ashley played as for thirty holes this weekend down in Wayne. I I told her she she was as there weren't five girls in that tournament that were better than her, but we we let some things get away at the end and her scores you know kind of reflected that. And um, she was extremely quiet after the round, extremely quiet on the van coming in, so I knew she was pretty hot. And so I, you know, as she, I waited for her. She was the last one getting off the van, and I said, okay, um, stay angry for a little while, but then you got to let it go. However, I know what you're feeling inside your stomach right now. You're sick to your stomach for how you played. And, and going forward, always remember what this feels like. And, and that's a lesson that we can learn. And, um, and so I think yesterday I, I saw her grow up as a golfer, and I'm excited for, you know, we've got a conference tournament, and then I've got two more years of, of her. And, and so um, I, I think we got, the message got through. I could see that's what we talk about. And um, I saw it for the first time. And so I'm excited for what, what the future holds for here. That's great. Gavin, what about you? Um, yeah, so the mental part of the game has really impacted me throughout the, my years here. But uh, Wade has helped me through a lot of experiences with that. He's given me opportunities, given me new ways to look at how to approach the mental game. He's guided me through it. He's really shown me like what my golf game can be like and how good I can be. And that's really given me a lot more confidence in uh, playing. How has Wade impacted your student-athlete experience off the course? I guess he just makes it not as comp- complicated as it is. Um, it makes it really easy for you, and yeah, it just makes life really easy for you. For us, he always tells us that you know school comes first. Like like when this is all done and over, like you're going to graduate with your degree, and like you got to go on and get a job. And so he really like puts forward that like schools, like even though golf's important, school's more important. Like right now for your future. And, like, every night after we have our team meeting, he's like, okay, get your homework done. Like, he'll ask that, like, right in the morning, do you get your homework done? Just making sure we, like, stay on top of things and don't fall behind. I think it's really important. Awesome. Let's do a little recap of the 2022 season. Wade, that was your first year as head coach of the USF men's and women's teams, correct? That is correct. And how did it go? You know, for uh, for a first year uh, for me, not knowing any of the kids, um, you know, that, that first year was just, uh, for me, was just observation to see, um, uh, you know, work habits, study habits, uh, how, we're, how we're all going to fit in together. Um, for me as a coach, as I look to recruit, you know, what type of uh, student athlete do we need to recruit to, um, to build a program here? I, I, I want a program um, that's going to be sustainable you know, for years, years and years and years, you know, long after I'm gone, long after these kids are gone. And, and so, you know, we're kind of setting the table right now, but, uh, you know, kind of instilling a, a work ethic into the kids that, you know, like Ashley said, you know, homework and school and all that stuff comes first. But then, you know, when we're at practice, we're, we're focused on, on, on golf. And, and then once golf is over, then, you know, you go back to being a student and a kid and, 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 you know, all of those kinds of things. And it's the same thing on the golf course is that for that four, f- four and a half, five hours or whatever 
you know, we're on the golf course, our, our whole focus has to be on playing golf. Nothing else. Can't mm-hmm. be anything else. But once the round is over, good or bad, we got to forget about it because we, you know, we got to come back tomorrow. And, and so that's what, uh, and, and these kids have heard me often say, you know, you can't let this game beat you up. We're, mm-hmm. we're just not going to do that. But, you know, we want to play our best. We, you know, and so it's all about focus. Uh, Ashley, you know, we're, it's all about focus for 18 holes. As soon as we hit a shot, we, we got to forget about it because we got to go hit it again. And so that's what I'm trying to, you know, kind of get across. And, you know, the game of golf is easy. We make it hard. Gavin, you were the NSIC Newcomer of the Year for the 2020 to 2021 season. What was your junior season like? Um, it was hard. Um, I had a few. I'd say the last semester, the spring semester, was a little hard going into Vegas. I had some little mess-ups, but I came back and try to get back on the team, sort of say, and kind of prove myself that, you know, why I'm here and why I got this newcomer of the year. I wanted to show my teammates that and kind of show the school that. And how did the men's team do overall? We did okay. Um, it was more, we're more on a rebuilding year that year, I mean, but um, yeah, we got some new guys coming in but that I really like, so. How's the team kind of changed over the three years that you've been here now? Um, so right when I got here, I kind of I didn't know if I was going to make the team or not. We had four seniors, three seniors, and a couple juniors. But, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, I need to prove myself again, you know. But those guys kind of showed me, like, how, how to be a leader and what I need to do to show the guys, new guys coming in, like, hey, this is USF golf. What do you mean when you say make the team? Is there only, I want to say, five that travel and compete? So there's five that qualify, and then there's an individual usually. But for our conference tournament coming up, it's just five people that make the make the team. Got it. And how many do you carry on your roster? Uh, what do we have? We have. I think there's ten. Ten, ten on the guys. Yeah. Uh, what have we got? Seven, seven on the, yeah. seven on the girls team right now. Gotcha. Awesome. So Ashley, what was your freshman season like? How'd the women's team do? Uh, we did okay. I don't think how we ended up at conference really like reflects how good our team is. I think what we struggle with now is we'll have like three girls that'll put together really good rounds, but you need that four, you need that five to um, like show like what your team is able to do. But my freshman season, it was really just figuring out where I stood like among the girls, like what my place was. It's hard going from high school golf to college golf because in high school, like you're you're the good one. Like you're the one that stands out, but you get, you get to college and everyone's that way. Everyone's mm-hmm. good. And so mentally like that took a toll on me for a while. And then figuring out like, Hey, I'm still that same golfer. I'm still able to put those numbers up, like play my game. And so I think I'm getting better at that. Yeah. Something that I've talked about with a lot of the other coaches that have come on is how, how strong the competition is within the NSIC. What is it like for golf? Uh, our conference is uh, very good, especially on the men's side. There's three teams, uh, you know, Winona State, Concordia, Bemidji State, I think are kind of at that at that top. And then, you know, we, we fall in there with Mankato and Minnesota Crookston, I think. And, I, you know, on, on the women's side, it's a little different. Augustana is the is kind of stands alone at the, at the conference. And then there's a couple of, of others. And, you know, right now we're kind of in the middle of the pack, but you know, we saw some things uh, this weekend at, at Wayne that proved to me that uh, we're ready to take that step with the women's team to, you know, to move up into that upper half. Uh, we have to play very well. 
all three days. You know, on our men's team, um, you know, last fall at our Invitational, we shot um, seven under par, 281 on the first day. And, you know, that was an eye-opener for everybody. And, and we didn't have Gavin playing with us. So we, we know the capability is there to, to play very well. But now we have to go out and do it for three straight days. You know, we can't take a, a day off. We can't take nine holes off during the course of a tournament. Yeah, sure. Having wrapped up your regular uh, conference season, what is the biggest thing that you're looking to improve upon going into these conference meets? We we just have to be more consistent. Everybody, shot to shot, round to round. You know, we, we it, it takes five guys, it takes five girls to uh, to to win a tournament, and they all have to play well. And and um, you know, you you, you kind of hope that maybe this this week uh, is going to be that week where all five where it all clicks for all five of us and and um you know even though golf's an individual sport it, it's you know in college golf and high school it, you know it's a team thing and everybody you, you you have to play your best in order for for us to to succeed and so that's what that's you know honestly that's you know we we're probably going to have to play better than we've ever played if we want to uh win a conference tournament Sure. So Ashley and Gavin, he just mentioned golf, obviously an individual sport. How do you guys maintain a team atmosphere while it's still being so individual? I mean, going out and playing you know, like a practice round or something like that, you're always playing each other. You know, you may be just like, hey, play for whatever on this side or, you know, kind of get the competitive aspect. And then during the meets, you know, you kind of put a toll on yourself that, like, hey, I really want to try and be like on the top of our team. And try and like say like, hey, I this good or something like that, and prove yourself that um, it doesn't act like an individual sport to me when I'm out in the course. But when you come in, you're like, okay, team aspect here. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with Gavin. Like when I'm out playing, like you want to be the best. And but once like as soon as you get into that clubhouse and you see your teammates, you're like, okay, how did you guys do? And, like, you all talk about your rounds. And I think what keeps our team so close is, like, those practice rounds when you're spending, like, four hours with them and then those hotel rooms. Like, you really get to, like, see everyone, like, during, I mean, like, three straight days, 24-7, you're with them and, like, really get to know them. Obviously, your championship season is in the spring. You guys have meets in the fall. What do you do all winter to prepare for the spring? Uh, we start our our practices start the first of February. We hit balls at great shots out north of town. We rent five six bays for two months, and 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 we hit balls. And uh, we hope for an early spring this year. Golf courses opened uh, last week, so this was our first. You know, so when we were going to tournaments, it was the first time we were getting a chance to to chip and pot. And so you know the uh, you know I I noticed that the, the first thing that was on my list of to-do things when I took over the golf program was we need to have an indoor facility where our kids can practice all winter. You know, most of the other schools in our conference have that, so that's not an excuse. We don't make excuses, but um, in in order for us to um, perfect our games, be better, be ready for that spring, you know, we have to have a place where where we can do those things, and so that's my job. Sure. Ashley and Gavin, how do you feel like Great Shots helps prepare you? Do you think it's adequate? Um, yeah. I mean, like Wade said, I mean, the courses don't open, so we need somewhere to somewhere to hit. I mean, we used to have a dome that we used to hit in, which was 
it was okay, but you don't really see where your ball flight goes. I mean, it's hard to see that when you hit the ball and it goes 20 yards and it gets hit by a wall. I mean, kind of hard to predict that. But, um, yeah, going out to great shots, it's there's games on there. There's courses on there that you can play with your buddies. There's like a shot accuracy thing as closer to the pin, whatever. But, um, yeah, that just kind of helps me kind of just get back into, you know, your swing flow and um, kind of boost your confidence up a little bit more when going into the tournament. Yeah, I love great shots for the swing aspect-wise. I mean, I came into the spring season, like, hitting the ball really well, and I think I can attribute most of that to our practice at great shots. But then, like, you get to the greens, and, like, I want to say that's where half my strokes were, just, like, on the greens alone. And then, like Wade said, it's not an excuse, but it's definitely difficult to put up those good scores early in the season when you don't really have the facilities to utilize them. Yeah, Wade, you said you think that or you know that other schools in the conference have facilities. What does an indoor golf facility look like? In my mind, it's about uh, 4,000 square feet. <laughs> you know, if you, can picture, if you can picture a basketball court. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one small end of it, there's two simulators, and there's a hitting net with the track man devices and all that, and then there's, there's 3,500 square feet of putting green, artificial turf, undulations, you know, I spend a lot of time looking at what other schools across the country do. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, I've had some discussions with uh, companies who can outfit us. I know what it's going to cost. I know how much money we have, to, we, I have to raise for that. You know, I've, I've had discussions with people who, who are interested in our program to help me with that funding aspect. You know, that's the second question that I get asked by recruits after how long are you going to be here? What do you do in the wintertime? So. That's important. It's important mm-hmm. to sure. to kids, and it's important to these guys. And, and um, like you know, great shots is great for that aspect of it. Unfortunately, there's more to it than just standing up there and hitting a ball. So, how late into the fall do you guys usually get to stay outside? Like November, maybe. Yeah. Like just before, yeah, October ends somewhere around there when courses close. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we we do our strength and conditioning. Um, you, you know, we'll start. Our, our practice schedule starts in late August, and our last tournament's the last week of October. And then we, uh, you know, I like the kids to kind of shut down the golf, but to continue on the strength and conditioning. And you know, you need time to rest and to heal and all that stuff. But, <clears throat> and then, um, you know, we'll pick it up again in February. And and it, it's the spring season, especially this year, has been horrible. And uh, you, you know, we've got well this week the guys are done and. The 30th of April, we're done with the women. It's it's like where where'd the time go? So, our season is very quick, and and then um, in reality, and this is a message that I get to all the kids is is next season really starts as soon as these kids go home and start working on a game. If they wait until next August when they show up on campus, it's too late. How good we're going to be next fall uh, will be determined by how much they play, work on their games this summer. And I know you have a lot of seniors on the women's team. Are any of them planning on coming back next year for their fifth year? Nope. They're all, uh, we've got three of the three of the girls are uh, graduating. Yeah. Yeah, Marissa, Maddie, Annie. Yeah, they Emily's all had, they all had um, eligibility left, but they're ready to get on with life. And then, uh, you know, Maggie Wienendahl, who redshirted this year, was an all-conference player for two years. She redshirted with with injury, and you know sh- she'll be back. And she's got two years of 
eligibility, and then uh, Ashley and uh, Savannah are back for two more years, and uh, Emily Harsty is a grad student and has one more year, and so then, you know, there'll be some new faces coming in. We've signed three freshman girls. And so awesome. What are, what are they going to bring to the team? They're uh, extremely talented young ladies, uh, great work, work ethic, uh, great students. It, it's like what I've already got here. And, um, and again, when I'm recruiting them, I have to know, are they going to fit in with who's here? And, and then, you know, when I recruit another one, is she going to fit in with who I've just signed? Is she going to fit in? Yeah, so, and, you know, that's what we look, that's what we look for. And, and uh, my job as a coach is to, is to have as, uh, well, I'm a competitor as well. I want to have as good a, a program as we possibly can. And I hope the kids that, uh, you know, are coming in are good. And, and I hope that they're going to push the girls who are in our program to be even better. Because uh, I tell every recruit, I'm not bringing you in here to um, sit the bench. I expect you to come in and play. Yeah. On the flip side, what is the men's team going to look like next year? How much change is there going to be? There's... Um, we're all back except uh, Bronson. Bronson Brown, Brown, Vass is the only one graduating. So I'm bringing in. Uh, I've got one freshman signed. He's gonna he's gonna be a good player for us. So you know the, you know our men's team is. We're all back. We're all really young. Our top five guys are you know Gavin's a junior and you know we got a couple of sophomore two I think a freshman three sophomores. So we're we're gonna be pretty good. We're gonna be pretty good. But you know it's we got to work at it. It'll make it people coming in and freshmen coming in. They'll make it more competitive for you know the other guys that are um, on the roster. You know, and make them play for it and really show like, okay, I deserve to be on this team. I feel like that will go a long way with our uh, USF golf. Yeah, I think it's big that freshmen always come in trying to prove themselves, and that really pushes everybody that's already there to be like, no, no, mm -hmm. I want, I want to keep my spot. Yeah. That, that that's ex that's exactly it, and. Um, our, our our recruit that's coming in, I, I I've told him the same thing that I told the girls that are coming in. I, I expect you to play. You know, I expect you to be on the traveling team, and and if he push and if he doesn't make it, that's hopefully because he pushed the other kids who are here to play better. The hardest part for me is to tell somebody that they're not they're not going on the road. Mm -hmm. I wish I could take everybody, but you can't. And so they, if if they play well, they go. Plain and simple. Looking at the rosters this year, who are some standout guys on the men's team? The guy sitting next to me. I get to watching him play during tournaments, and I forget that I'm supposed to be coaching him. You know, I walk <laughs> along, and, and, I, and I just watch him because he's, he's, Gavin's so good. Gavin is uh, he's one of the best players in our conference, and, and um, he's, he's so fun to watch. And when things are clicking, it's, it, he makes it so easy. And I get caught up. I go, oh, geez, I've, 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 got, to go, I've got other guys out there I better go see because I'm having so much <laughs> fun. Watching him play, uh, Mason Weeks we brought in last year as a, as a transfer is also one of the best players in our conference, and so those are the two guys that we count on to, and and you know not with putting any more pressure on them that I always do that we're as good as these two guys as as Gavin and Mason are going to play, and then Cole Harsty has made great strides as a sophomore. Jimmy Clark has shown a lot of promise from his freshman year to his sophomore year. It's just a, with those two guys, it's just a matter of some confidence. It's all mental kinds of things. Skill-wise, they're extremely talented. You just got to make them believe that, that they're really good. And heading into <clears> conference, <throat> where are we sitting in the standings with the men's team? What are we? 
fifth, maybe. I, I think Mankato fifth. is Mankato. We we beat Mankato one round head to head. I think we've beaten Crookston head to head. But we're we're probably middle. in that. I think yeah. in that fifth out of ten. Right in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Right in the middle. You know, last year we finished dead last, and and I at the first meeting I handed out uh, you know our schedule, and there was a on one sheet. <clears throat> excuse me. It said we will never ever finish dead last in the conference again so we're up to fifth and uh, we're we're making i got to be a little more patient we're, we're we've made some great strides this year and um you know it's, we're, we're only going to get better for the conference tournament does every team get to go and compete or is it only the top like eight no, or something no it's all it's all 10 teams will be there let's look at the women's team now who other than ashley are some standout golfers ashley and uh, marissa weeks are our, our two best players on our team, they're the they're the two that are uh, going to consistently shoot in that 70s to low 80s range. Annie Balduzzi is certainly capable of um, shooting in the 70s for us. Um, so th- those three are the are the are the girls that we rely on that we need to play their best. You know, Ashley Ashley had it going. I don't keep meaning to keep harping on you, but um, she. <laughs> She had two great rounds going uh, both days and kind of let some things get away. And But we, we've learned from that, and she certainly showed us what she's capable of doing. And, um, again, not to put any more pressure on you, kid, than I already have, I expect really good things out of her in the conference <laughs> tournament. So she and Marissa will I, – I expect them to be in that top 10 to 15. Sure. So the women don't compete until next weekend for their conference Correct. tournament. What are they currently ranking? What are we about? There's 13 teams. We're probably in that 7-8 range, somewhere in there. Okay. You know? And do you happen to know your preseason ranking, what you were predicted to be? I think we fell kind of. You know, that's that's the hardest thing is, you know, when that ranking comes out and you look at, okay, how did everybody do last year? And you kind of just, you know, me as a coach, I go, I, you know, I have no idea who these teams recruited, who came back, who left or anything, so... Um, you know, the only thing we can control is, is who we've got. And, and um, you know, I think if if our guys' team can, can crack that top three, we ought to feel really, really good about ourselves. We, we want to win, obviously, but uh, if we're in that top three, it's a huge stepping stone, something to build on for next year. And, I you know, I think if our women's team, if we could get in that 5-6 range, which I know we're capable of doing it. I saw it this weekend. Uh, that's really a really a good thing for us. So, how can individuals or entire teams qualify for the regional tournament? What what do you have? To, where do you have to fall in the conference tournament? If we can win our conference tournament, we're automatically in the regional. All five. All five. We go. Okay. But other than that, it's all based on there's a ranking system in the regional. It's all kind of a head to head kind of a thing, and and so both of our teams right now. Uh, we have to win the conference to go to the regional. Uh, on an individual side, it, it again, it's it's based on individual rankings. And, uh, you know, Gavin is, he doesn't have enough tournaments this year to qualify for the regional. But, you know, if, if, if he did, he would definitely be going to the regionals as, as an individual. On the women's side, we're, we're not there yet. Gotcha. So it doesn't really necessarily matter where you finish in the conference tournament if you didn't play enough tournaments throughout the year? Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's um, So we, we haven't played well enough against our other conference and um, 
in, in a regional foes yet to kind of get us up there. So that uh, as a coach, as, as we start to set our schedule, as I've already set our schedules for next year, we have to go head-to-head and play. You know, we're going to be road warriors. We're, we're going to Oklahoma at least twice. We're going to be in Missouri at least twice. Um, and then playing, you know, against not only our best conference teams, but the best teams in our region. And the easiest way to get ranked is to beat all these teams. So that's, you know, we'll, we're, we're going to get there Prob- right. probably next year. We're going to get there. Awesome, awesome. Looking back on this season, what tournaments stand out to you guys the most? Ooh, um, I'd say probably traveling down to Vegas. I think that one's a big one. I mean, usually we travel in a van. That one we got to fly on a plane, which is that's really nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just going down there and getting a feel of a different course, you know, down to Vegas, a little farther away from home. Um, yeah, that really that tournament was a turnaround for me. Sure. What kind of what other teams did you get to play that you normally aren't up against? Um, oh boy, I don't even remember the teams that were there. I think it was pretty much similar. There was Winona was there. Uh, it's pretty similar. That was in that's there in our conference, but um, I don't even know whether. Yeah, teams that were. team that that tournament out there kind of attracts a lot of regional teams, but it it will attract teams from California, from the West mm-hmm. Coast, who we don't get a chance to to see, and so that's a you know it's always when when you get into tournaments like that, it's a good gauge just to see how you fare against teams from across the country. So, mm-hmm. Ashley, how about on the women's side? What tournaments really stand out to you? The one that stood out for me is the Augie Day One for the women. We That was just last week. But if you look at the scores for that, we were only four back from second. We were tied with Concordia for third. And I think like we still left shots out there, but I think that was a good representation of what our team can do. I mean, we beat a lot of teams that like right now are projected ahead of us. So I think that if you look at that date, that that was a big one for us. And if if you know yesterday our second round at Wayne, and and the teams that were here were all conference teams yep. basically, and for the uh, first nine holes of yesterday's round, uh, we were eight over par as a team for the women. Really, and we were four shots ahead of Augustana for for the day, and I'm looking at that and I'm going okay. And then, you know, that got me going. And so uh, that proved right there how capable we are. You know, we, we didn't finish. We kind of ran out of gas and we lost some focus. So that's, you know, going forward now, we're, you know, we're going we're gonna to stress that, you know, we can't get too, we can't look too far ahead. But proved to me what we're capable of doing. And that was exciting. I would say, too, that the Augie tournament i mean i think the boys have won it our men's team has won it four years in a row yeah, yeah. four years in a row yeah. yeah yeah and you guys played in some pretty tough conditions it was oh yeah terrible out there <laughs> how how much does that impact the game hugely i mean you're looking at a shot and you're looking at the fairway or on the tee box or something like that and you're like i don't think i can hit my driver over that water 200 yards carry or something like that no um it's hard it's mentally hard it's but it breaks you down very easily, you know. It makes you not want to be out there, but you still have to grind through it. Um, yeah. Yeah, the the wind definitely gets in your head. I mean, I was blowing, like, I want to say 40 
Yeah. That's sleet, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, your club selection, everything's just, like, thrown off. Like, you are you become, like, unsure of what to do, and it, it gets in your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of comments, you know, out here, I, I can't feel my hands. I go, yeah, I know you can't, <laughs> yeah. but we've still got to play golf. you got to figure out how to how to get there. You know, and Gavin played his two days as, as two great rounds, finished second there, and... and um, you know, that, and and that's kind of what it is. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're you're plugging along. You're everything. You're soaking wet. Your clubs are soaking wet. You can't feel your hands, but yet it. Believe it or not, it's, it's the same for everybody. And so now it just <laughs> becomes, you know, how tough are you? And um, you you got to finish. And and uh, we, you know, we won that. We won that tournament. Gavin um, played as like I said, it, it was impressive to see how well he played in those conditions. So the women also competed in that invite, and then, like, a day later, turned around and went to Wayne. What What is the recovery time like? Uh, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sore. Um, typically, we get uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, and then get back on the road Sunday, but uh, we just went right into playing 18 more holes. And I thought it was going to affect my game more than it did, or more than it was going to, but um, I was able to like hold it out. I think if anything, it made me playing on Saturday in those conditions made me appreciate the Nebraska weather a lot more. Yeah. Sure. Do you guys have to go south for a lot of your spring games? Yeah, we've been in. Um, let's see, we went. I think the guys we went to uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma the first tournament. We've been in Missouri twice, Kansas and then we had yeah in Kansas City suburbs there. Uh, I think the women we've gone, we've been in Missouri twice, like three times, three times, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, you, we have to, we have to go there, and that's just the nature of it. And then you know, Augie always hosts in the spring, and so we look forward to that one because we get to stay home, we get to sleep in our own beds, and <laughs> things like that. So that's important. And it was nice for our women to go to Wayne; it's two hours away. So we, you know, we were home by five o'clock last night, and that's huge. And you know, we get the the kids get back in their environment and stuff. Sure. So the men are going to turn around and go down to Missouri this weekend. Mm-hmm. Who are the five guys that are getting to compete in the conference? Uh, Gavin, Mason Weeks, Cole Harsty, Jimmy Clark, and Austin Boomsma is our five. We leave this afternoon. Practice is tomorrow, and then we've got tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and what are the expectations heading into this weekend? Huge, high, 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 high. We 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 um, obviously you you have to go into every tournament wanting to win, but again, I th- I think it's a top. If we if if we can come home in a top three, we should feel really good, really good about ourselves. Yeah, Gavin, what are your thoughts heading into the weekend? Um. So our first day, we need to come out guns and blazing. You know, we need to shoot ball. We need to prove ourselves. You know, we gotta get on that top of the leaderboard. I think then Friday and or uh, Saturday and Sunday would uh, kind of just prove to ourselves like, hey, we gotta stay in this. We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep pushing, and uh, kind of just feel like you're making a comeback on all those other teams, making me feel like, okay, I'm in third. I need to come back and you know get to first. Sure. On the women's side, you guys have a whole nother week to prepare. Who are the five that are getting to compete for you guys? Um, to be determined, yeah. Uh, Ashley is definitely going. Marissa is definitely going. 
Annie's definitely going. And then I have to look at some scoring averages. Sure. So, you know. so at the end of the day, it's you who gets to decide the five that are going to compete. Coach gets to decide. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Well, and then well, their play will decide. <laughs> but if but if it really comes down to it, you have to look at okay, who gives us the best chance? What you know on the on the golf course, and it, it you know it's still kind of that way. You know, even on the men's side, you know, I usually, I, I know for sure three of the men that are always going to go, and then you just got to kind of look. And mm-hmm. So how are the women going to use this next week to prepare for the tournament? Um, I told, you know, Wednesday's off. They, they'll do strength and conditioning today, and I told them to take Thursday and Friday off. You know, last week, you know, you know, we played at least 36 holes for practice round leading into Augie's 36 holes. And then we played 54 holes at Wayne. So um, you, you got to give your body some time to heal. You got to give your mind some little bit of time to heal. So I want them to take Thursday, Friday off, and, and then the weekend just to kind of recharge, make sure our homework, everything, we're all caught up. And then Monday, Tuesday, we'll just do some short game stuff, getting ready, um, hit some stuff on the on the range, and and then. Um, you know, we'll we'll leave Thursday morning. Our practice round is Thursday afternoon, and then um, you know, hope that um, we play the best golf of the of the season. And I I, th- I think we're going to. Awesome. I also just wanted to ask something that we didn't really touch on. I'm pretty sure it was you have three assistant coaches or volunteer assistants. Um, can yeah. we talk a little bit about them and what they've helped you guys develop as players? So JJ, or Jonathan Cooney, um, he was uh, used to be one of my teammates when I was coming in. He was our number one guy, and I came here to USF. Um, he was one. Of, he's one of the best golfers I've ever seen. I mean, he's Katie Green. He's just unbelievable. And uh, as a coach, wise, he is. <laughs> he's a good putt reader. I give you that. He reads putts, and he gives you confidence looking over your putts, and. Um, that just helps you kind of get through your round and um, shows you, like, who you can be. Yeah, uh, we have Ben Prisby, and I don't have enough good things I could say about him. Uh, all the girls really love him. He, on and off the course, he's amazing for us. When we're playing, he, like, you can just be straight up with him, like, Ben, I'm struggling, and he'll talk you down, or, like, he'll hype you up when you need it, and... He, for me, he's always like, okay, this is what you need to do. He knows all of our games so well. He knows our yardages, everything. And he's like, for me, I'm like, point to where, to where I need to putt, and I'll putt there. Or like, pull a club, and I'll hit it. And he does exactly that. And then off the course, he's, he's a great guy. We have so much fun with him. And then Morgan, who, she was with us for the Augie invite. She's really, really good. Yeah, she just, Morgan just joined us. She was a college player, and, and uh, I was... She had reached out to us, and it's important for me to have a female on our on our staff. And, you know, with J.J. and Ben, who both played college golf here, uh, young people, they're closer in age to these. They, You know, they're still not that far removed from their college golf days and, and understand what it takes. And so uh, I give them a lot of um, freedom to do as they see fit. It's not my way or the highway kind of a thing. So um, I, I expect them, to, you know, to coach, to, to do those kinds of things. And I'm, I'm, I oversee the program. I, I recruit. I, I schedule. I do that. But 
I want these uh, three to really be actively involved in the coaching and, and helping these kids get around the golf course. Yeah, you just said you do all the recruiting. So if there's any recruits listening, why should they come play for you at USF, and what is it that makes this program so special? You're going to get a great education at the University of Sioux Falls, first and foremost. You're going to get a job when you graduate from here. Um, Second thing is you're going to love the city of Sioux Falls. And I tell every student that comes and commits is that my biggest hope is that you are never going to leave Sioux Falls. You're going to love it here. Your experience on the golf team, you're going to meet the friends for life. We're going to have, this is going to be the four greatest years of your life. And, and um, I tell them that, you know, when you graduate and when we um, celebrate anniversaries of winning conference championships and getting to regionals, we're going to all get back together. And, and I want you to make fun of me and share all these, talk about all these weightisms that you've heard <laughs> from, from all um, – all the years of, and, and hopefully th- that when they're teaching their children to play, they're going to say something and go, oh, geez, that's what coach used to say, you know, back in, in the day. And, <laughs> and I, I tell every student that I expect to be listed as a job reference. I expect to hear when you get engaged, when you get married, when you have a child, because we're, this, is, this, is, this is our family, and it's always going to be our family uh, going forward. So that's the selling point. Awesome. I've heard that from a lot of other coaches that they just want to be there for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. They're part of the family. How about you guys? Family, big part. I mean, yeah, family's just a big part. No, I agree. I've met like my best friends on the team. It's pretty awesome. Awesome. Guys, men, good luck this weekend. Thank Women, you. good luck preparing Thanks. for next weekend. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank, Thank you, you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Cougar Sports Show recorded at the University of Sioux Falls Media Center. You can listen to our show anytime on Spotify with new episodes every Thursday. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and thanks again for tuning in.